Welcome to the Innkeepers Podcast. We're glad you found your way here. And welcome to episode 11 of the Innkeepers Podcast. We are a podcast for innkeepers covering Hearthstone's Fireside Gatherings. With insight and information, we hope all of our fellow innkeepers will find useful. I'm Patrick from Knoxville, Tennessee. My name is Root from Orlando, Florida. And I'm Aliri, all the way from Halifax in Nova Scotia, Canada. And here in episode number 11, the three of us are going to have a nice little chat about some upcoming changes that have been made on the Fireside Gatherings website about how we schedule our events. And then we talk a little bit about some detailed channels in our Discord. I think that was my cue. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) We don't have a guest, so I'm a bit thrown off. I usually wait for them. Um, Yeah, so uh, as we say every week, and as Root just mentioned, the Fireside Gatherings website, which we will be discussing tonight, you can definitely head on over there to check out what's going on with new events. And for innkeeper-made resources for other innkeepers, check out hsinkeepers.com. I need the show notes. I thought I could wing that. I did not. <laughs> it was like so broken Don't out. try like, to be patched. Oh, no, no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the thing is, I usually don't look at the show notes anymore, but when they're in front of me, but apparently I needed that. So They're, they're a crutch. They're a crutch. <laughs> Next week, I will be back with a more smooth uh, social intro. <laughs> <laughs> but but what Spot's going to do without his weekly silence waiting for Kelsey? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You know, well, he'll have to fill that with some with something else. That that's the uh, that's the name of my new band by the way, Waiting for Kelsey. Nice. That would actually yeah. be a really good band name. It, it, I'm telling you, I'm going to launch it right now. I'll be right back. back, back. Oh my I'm going to register a domain name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of domain names, just a aside in here for a little real quick second so as we're talking about events and such so i have been um kind of rebranding how i place my tavern in my community kind of deal so i have a page on facebook for my tavern and then the community group is still branded its own thing um and so i needed to change the handle for it and i was like "Mm, sarah's rest just it's hard to like spell kind of deal you know what i mean like it wasn't an easy thing Okay. I legit got HS Tavern. So if you go to facebook.com forward slash HS Tavern, it's oh. me. Nice. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, that's legit. That's good. Now, let me impart a little bit of an issue that I've had with our tavern and our and, and our Facebook group in particular. Um, our tavern name is Florida Fireside. Mm-hmm. And what that turned into is other uh, taverns in Florida thinking that we're just a big collective of all the Florida firesides oh. and expecting us to list their events, to promote their events, to attend their events. And I'm kind of doing that for a little bit. So I'm kind of feeding that monkey that I really don't mean to feed, mm-hmm. but there have been some that have, uh, been less than happy about us saying, well, you know, Hey, I'll send your event out to my email list, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to pay to promote your event. And we, you know, they're like, well, why not? Aren't you guys Florida Fireside? Well, yeah, but that's the name of our tavern. <laughs> you know, that's yeah. not. So you have to be very, I mean, you have a great, a great name, but just be careful that people don't think that you're just a catch all. 
Yeah, for sure. Uh, and I see Bites just mentioned in chat that's happened with SoCal Hearthstone community. And yeah. the thing with SoCal is it's a hugely active area as well. Mm -hmm. So they have a lot of people. And, you know, um, the community here is called HFX Hearthstone. And in Toronto, when I set that community up, it, it's called the Toronto Hearthstone Guild. And I did it purposefully in a way that it was never meant to, it was meant to be a collective. Like I've always approached it that way because I've always... A, didn't think I could control it necessarily, you know, just in terms of like, I don't know. I always felt like it wouldn't go down in the communities that I was in. Mm. And also I don't want to, I just, because the areas weren't super active, I wanted to be like, no, like, please do events too. And then we can like do all this crazy stuff together. So yeah, that is a really good point, especially if you're a new innkeeper wanting to mm -hmm. start up a tavern in an area, especially if there's a lot of activity there, you know, maybe consider what that effect could have on what you're able to do and the kind of community that you're able to run. Cause it's good yeah. to incorporate people, but you should also feel that you can control your own tavern sure. branding of it and not so have to share. The one other thing we get, so, you're, so Florida, if you're not familiar with it, we're a very long, tall state. Not very wide, but very tall. And uh, north to south, anyhow. And we get people all the time who are saying, well, how come you have all your events in Orlando? Why aren't you having any events in Tampa or Jacksonville? Oh. We're, we're like, well, there's a tavern in Jacksonville. There's a tavern in Miami. They're like, well, there's nothing going on in, in here and there. I'm like, well, okay, but we're Orlando. Sorry, we chose Florida. But uh, <laughs> actually, we're, we're trying to get another one going over in Tampa right now. I'm working with some people out there. As I said before, I kind of am feeding that monkey. So we're, we're working with some people in Tampa to get a, a, a fireside gathering tavern set up over there. So good times. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Good. I actually uh, ran an event Saturday night. You know, I, I was telling you guys before the show, I was sick Friday and most of Saturday and Aww. already had an event scheduled so you know the event must go on but uh i went out to a tavern here in the knoxville area and ran an event from there like i've done in the past and we we had we didn't have the turnout that we normally have we only had about eight people show up but so it was it was a lot of fun to just kind of relax play some hearthstone with friends and drink some beer and not have to you know go into the whole like oh we've got 30 people here i need to be walking around socializing with everybody and you know i could just we could all pretty much fit around one table and hang out and have a good time but something i got to do saturday night during the fireside was i don't know if you guys are familiar with a show called the happy hearthstone yeah i've uh, actually heard that one yeah hosted I by it. andrew brown um he was doing a 12-hour live stream on Saturday Ooh. and bringing in various guests. And he had myself and my assistant innkeeper, Versika, on his show during our fireside. So we set up, oh, wow. a, we set up a laptop, set up a microphone, and we did an interview about fireside gatherings and innkeeping live from the fireside so that's so fun it, it was it was really neat because uh, you know he he was just asking us what it was like to run a fireside and what it was like to be an innkeeper and you know because his show focuses more on hearthstone as a game and not what it is that we do as innkeepers and so i, I really enjoyed being able to talk a little more in depth 
with him and his audience because he had 30 or so people in chat at the time and you know that that live stream is going to go out on the uh happy hearthstone rss feed which if you're not familiar happy hearthstone is one of the longest running hearthstone podcasts uh was originally started by josh augustine way back during the alpha phase of hearthstone so it, it's that that's going to go out a lot of people are going to hopefully be able to hear what it's like to in keep and run a fireside gathering and so I'm, I was pretty excited about having that opportunity to kind of, of course, pitched our little innkeeper podcast show while nice. I was on the show. So it, it was a good weekend. That's so cool. That's like, I don't know, kind of like a very cool opportunity to just pop up and be like, oh, yeah, we got a fireside going right now. Let's chat, right? Yeah, it was funny because <laughs> halfway during our, uh, halfway during the interview, one of the players got a bad top deck and like from way back in the tavern, you hear son of a <laughs> prairie dog. <laughs> hey, yeah, Andrew just be- starts cracking up. It's like, well, I guess that's what it's like when you do when you're recording from a live venue. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what it's like at a Hearthstone event. You just, and it's not even like the, I don't know language necessarily, but like it's just the exclamation. It's like <laughs> all the things you do at home. It's just funny in public when they happen at Hearthstone. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Cool, cool. cool. So uh, Mansion has Austin chat what we're talking about tonight, and so I guess it's we can move along to the kind of the core of the topic that we're going to be talking about tonight. And that is some sneaky changes that Blizzard has introduced to you the process in which... Team. Yes. Yeah, they, they went rogue on us. They, oh my gosh, yes, they did. Yeah. There have been a couple updates to the application process for submitting a Fireside Gathering to firesidegatherings.com that... Um, fellow innkeepers had posted about in the innkeeper discord and so we investigated and it's you know the one that we thought was a bug it definitely isn't um i put up my event that's coming up in a month i put that up and the deadline was definitely still there um so not to allude too much but the one we're talking about is that the deadline for submitting an event has moved from 48 hours to what is it 168 basically a week you have to submit an event at least a week in advance to the official website which you know that's a pretty big difference i think that's, that's a huge difference it is but to me it's, it's going to signify a number of things number one that you're planning your event to happen and you're mm-hmm. not just doing a fly-by-night thing going hey let's do this right now um that part's good. The planning part is good. The sad part about that is there are many times when people come up and go, hey, do you have anything going on this weekend? Like, actually, no. They're like, hey, can we get together? You might throw in a fireside gathering. It's like, well, okay. And now, if <clears throat> if we have a you know that, that window there, that's going to go away. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it's curious to me is if we're, if we're going to get some other types of tools coming along uh, that will help uh, innkeepers distinguish you know types of events that they're having um i like the fact that that window's there because that's going to be that's going to curve the whole nemzy deal the fact that people just threw all those nemzy you know i don't know if we we should call it like hurricane nemzy that whole that whole event or something 
uh, or <laughs> this some kind of apocalypse, Nimsy cops. I don't can't. I can't think of names that fast. But it 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 wreaks havoc on all of us, and and probably more so on the Fireside Gathering team uh, as well because they they were overwhelmed and couldn't do anything about it. So I don't know if this is a knee jerk reaction from them right now that might get softened up later. Or if it's just something that they're just going to try and see how much of a backlash they get from the community. Uh, I mean, that's just Blizzard 101 there. Make a change, get the backlash, balance it out. Everything, any game, every game might as well be, you know, take that same philosophy to their actual services. So that's going to be interesting to watch. I agree. And, uh, you know, that, that uh, <clears throat> uh, instance you were talking about where, you know, you, I've had that happen to me where I'll show up somewhere and there'll be a bunch of players and they're like, Hey, can, we're all here. Can we have a fireside? And I'm like, sure. Let me just boom. There you go. It's, it's, let's, it, it's, I've put it on the site. I've started it. Let's go. That's going away now. Now it's gotta, you've got to plan in advance, which is, I think a good thing. So, you know, yeah, it, it will stop those pop-ups you know, just like, hey, everybody's here. Let's just do one. That's that's gonna go away. But you know, it's probably for the better. So, yeah, I'm, I think. Yeah. I think we're gonna have innkeeper levels coming. That's I'm just. I mean, I'm speaking. I have no 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 magic ball, no crystal ball, no nothing. But I think we're gonna get levels here before before too long. And the longer you're an innkeeper, the longer you're doing successful events, the longer you have a good rapport with Blizzard. Uh, the more levels you're going to get, the higher ranking, I don't know, like a trusted innkeeper level, where we're going to get some of those privileges back to us, where now we can host an event immediately if we really, really wanted to. Yeah, they so. can really run into problems, though, because the thing, like, for instance, um, on the website, if you go to a tavern, it says my, my tavern was established in 2017. I've been running events since 2014. So mm -hmm. it's like... You know, will they backdate that stuff if they do introduce levels? Or is it going to be like, well, from here on out, now you earn it. Like, I think that that would upset very prominent members of our community. No, I think um, they have to go back. Yeah, but then how it's like there are people, there are innkeepers in our community that are super qualified, but maybe only run like three events a year. And then uh, there's people who have been running them weekly and they can depending on their experience and opportunities and how they've adapted to it, they can be on the same level, I but have they, run less events. I think they have a list. I think they know who is running events regularly, who's been running events regularly. You know, I, I'm, I'm not all that, you know, I, I'm almost positive they 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 have a, a a wall with all of our pictures on it, and they they throw darts at it and go, okay, that one's good, that one's good. That, oh, oh man, Mars pad, yeah, that guy. Okay, no. uh, yeah. Shout out to Mars pad though. You've been upping your game every event. I see the pictures you post in the Discord server, and you're a number one fan. So definitely shout out to you. Absolutely. Um, so everybody back. else has pictures of themselves. Mars Pad just has pictures of his feet. That's just his feet there. No shoes. <laughs> just his feet. Oh no. That's it. Shoes were lost long ago. Who needs shoes? Who needs shoes? Really? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I think like I know that I agree with you Patrick that you know Blizzard knows who's good but the problem you run into when you start kind of 
quote unquote awarding to people for things is you have to have like a very clear decisive like this is what the breakdown is you know what I mean and because it's more qualitative data than quantitative because there is you know just so many different things affecting like who they might consider as a next level innkeeper I think that that is where the problem will be and if and because it's going to be a judgment based I don't think they'll ever give us a clear unless there's a very bottom baseline but for like if they introduce levels for the higher higher levels I think the first few levels will have like 10 events x number of events like six months operating that kind of deal but for the higher levels it's going to be a judgment base and they'll they won't give out what that criteria is and i think that that will upset people because they they'll want to know why aren't they being chosen and this and that and so i do just i i hope that if they do introduce things like that that we can all just approach it from an angle of they're trying to do good things if they haven't selected you for it yet you know maybe just reach out make sure that it's you make them aware that it's something you want and then just keep doing what you're doing doing good stuff and hopefully you know it's not something you take super personally because if they're introducing something like that it means that they're trying they're trying to expand and better suit our needs as innkeepers or they could take a page out of <laughs> ea's book and we could just pay for our levels i mean really <laughs> <laughs> oh, too soon. Too soon. And they retracted it. It's like 70% less now. To Sorry, Bites. Yeah. I bought the Master and Keeper paid DLC. <laughs> That's right. We got the Master scan. Oh, my. Uh, it's too like funny. A... Scott did literally. He is the Master he is skin. The when he, he is. Plays That's why. The, the innkeeper himself. So, Scott wins. <laughs> Oh. As always, Scott wins. Too funny. But, you know, uh, when, he, uh, when he wore, when Scott wore his uh, his innkeeper outfit at BlizzCon during the uh, Tavern uh, versus Tavern Finals, uh, Course Air handed him, I guess some other people didn't know, it was Course Air, they handed him a bag full of tokens to give out to people for taking their pictures with the innkeeper. Oh, that's so awesome. So if you went up and engaged the innkeeper to get a cool picture with him, oh, okay, get a selfie, whatever, yay! He gave you a couple tokens to go play this Corsair uh, claw game that they had. Then you had your chance of winning up to a Corsair computer out of that out of that rig. And uh, we stayed in line for two hours, and I got nothing. <laughs> well, I got these little bang sticks as concession prize, but yeah, claw didn't give me jack. So. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the other big change that we saw is besides the seven day advanced creation time now there is also a time limit on the amount of time your event can run and that is no longer than eight hours at a time i like this uh, a lot um i know blizzard ran into an issue at blizzcon where they had actually set up three separate events uh for each day because they couldn't have a a a uh, fireside gathering last the entire BlizzCon. They had to separate it uh, Friday, Saturday, or Thursday, Friday, Saturday, wherever they did. It might have been two days, Friday and Saturday. Um, for the Hearthstone Championship Tours, we have to do this. We have to set up multiple day events. Yeah, like, we don't have to do eight hours at a time, but they can be, uh, you know, they used to be longer. The reason I like the eight hour event is if your event starts at 10 o'clock, and, that, and that's when people show up. You have a tournament to run. Your tournament's going to take you six hours to run that tournament. 
by the end of the tournament, the people who've been there for your fireside gathering have gotten the benefits of being at the fireside gathering. They've done their side events. They've done whatever they need to do to get their cool things or Nebsy or whatever else is going on. They've done the fireside brawl. They've done all that. It's not until the stragglers start showing up who aren't there for your event, who just want to kind of mooch. They're, they're going, they want to show up and mooch what they can, come into last minute and kind of go, hey, we know you're running this thing. Are you still doing it? I mean, I've been packing up, taking my stuff out. We have a cool little uh, a little red wagon. It's a really cool wagon. And we're loading stuff up into the car from the event and have people show up and gone, hey, is it still going on? It's like, well, technically – no. However, the fireside's still running, so you can sit over there in the corner, jump on the Wi-Fi, and play your fireside brawl, and maybe get an MZ, but we're not going to do anything for you. And so it kind of it's a really awkward situation that the innkeeper can be placed into, or you kind of feel pressure to say, you know what? Tell you what, I'll stick around. I was loading my car up. I, I've been here 12 hours already, but you're here, and I want you to have a good time. So let's let's let you have a good time. Right. And you you might be dead on your feet, and ready just to 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 turn it all off and just go have a beer or something, but you can't because now you got to turn innkeeper mode back on and and help these people out. So I really like this eight hour thing because now you kind of go, hey, uh, it's an eight hour window. Sorry. That being said. I haven't tested it yet. I'm curious to see if it actually stays open longer than eight hours. So we'll have well, to see. I, I think we've, like, a lot of what people have said in the Discord server is that it does not. Like, people have said, like, yeah. people were playing, we were half an hour past our time, and it just cut out. I've had it cut out oh. exactly at the time yes. that it stopped. This I was, like, to. a month or so ago. And no, sorry, yeah, like, in October. My event there, um, it Wait, or is it in September? Sorry, I'm trying to remember. It was one of them, like, within the past couple months. It just cut, like, right at 6 o'clock. And I was like, oh, that's weird. It opens 24 hours ahead of time. Yeah. Yet it stops right at that time. And I, I feel like maybe they've addressed that a little bit. But it's people just the other day, someone on Discord server said that it was, like, half an hour past. And it cut completely out. There's a couple of issues I have with this. So, HET days... So when I was in Vancouver mm-hmm. for last season, it was from 8 a.m. until 7 p.m. or 6 p.m. I think like that's when the I think it was 6 p.m. Sorry, that the venue had to be booked and open for HCT day. Well, that's a lot longer than eight hours. So unless they're planning on changes, and this is a sign that there will be no HCT days that go longer than eight hours. And I'll tell you what, there's a reason they go longer than eight hours, and it's because you cannot fit it all in. You know, like, you just can't, like, I I know about this kind of stuff, so unless they drastically change the format and make it, like, crazy different with a lot less players, it's just not going to work. So how is that going to work for us? So we need to, especially in keepers that are hosting those locations, but if, even if you're not, if you're hosting a viewing party for it, how can you do that for the entire time, and what is the solution to that? Do we have to... Or can we even, like, create two sites on the same day on the website? I haven't tried it. I don't know if anyone's tried it. Maybe we should. But it's, like, pretty interesting in that aspect, I feel. And also, from another standpoint, not just HCT, um, a lot of, I've done a lot of events with LANs. So if it's a LAN weekend, we would just have an area for Hearthstone the whole time that people can drop in and play and it is meant to be an extended casual drop in and play 
thing and then there might be a tournament going on in another area it's typically what will happen so again it's that problem of well the land is going to dedicate an area for the entire time which will be could be from like 10 a.m to 10 p.m so what are like it's going to be so weird to have to be like no this area is closed like I want to inject that I feel like HCTs are a special case because those events are a little more high profile. And so those events will probably be like what would probably happen is we would schedule that for the eight hour time limit we're allowed. And then an admin on the Blizzard side would probably adjust it to what it should actually be. I think this is, again, one of their knee-jerk reactions, though. Uh, how many, quote-unquote, fake Nemsi events did we see that were as long as it could possibly be at, at, like, a Starbucks that Starbucks had no idea anybody was showing up to? There were a lot of those in there. So I think this is, again, like, hey, let's reel this in and let's see what we get, and then let's expand it back out to be something a little more appropriate. I agree 100% with you, Patrick. HCT events are completely different. If it is one of those events that is a Blizzard sanctioned event, and all cards are off the table. We do what they want. So there'll be the 12-hour, it'll be the 20, whatever they want. It'll be that. So, But again, I think I think we'll see some changes in this one as soon as they get some feedback uh, from the innkeeper community. Okay, so uh, Marspad in chat says he's going to test this he said he's going to make the double day in december he's going to make one in the a.m and one in the p.m and let us know what happens i like yeah, this not because it will be auto approved so yeah i got mine coming up december 9th but i'm not gonna mess with it <laughs> mine was december 9th but i'm i pushed it a week because i'm pretty sure the expansion is going to come december out right 7th. before it yeah, yeah. we're and just so, doing a casual no tournament yeah. just a casual play I want to start doing tryouts for my tavern team because mm. Waver, I'm coming for you in the PVT <laughs> championship box. I want it. So yeah, um, I'm going to start nice. tryouts and I wanted to give an extra week or so that the local players can get more used to some of the cards that they might see because we're doing deck building challenges. So nice. Although I've always, honestly, it's actually super fluky. I've run a bunch of I used to always host events on Thursdays for the reason that expansions and things would get released on Thursdays. So a number of times I've run like some of the first tournaments in the world with the new expansion. It's been like, it's happened a few times. So I'm kind of sad that like this time won't be one, but it's for like, oh, oh, yeah. cute, like it's for good reasons. And I am kind of pushing away from that side and just trying to do really big quality community events. So Pushing it a week is fine, but I think December 9th will be the first weekend. I well, do. Uh, Bite says he has a long event planned for December 3rd, so he can test out some stuff there as well. Yes, he does. Yeah. That's actually a really exciting looking event. I don't know if he's announced anything on it yet, but I have had a <laughs> little Apparently, CP, he just did. <laughs> so I won't say anything more, Bites, unless you say in chat that. Well, it's I'm actually, actually probably not going to be running an event in the month of December. You're off the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, uh, okay, let me rephrase. I'm not running a fireside in the month of December. I am running an online tournament on December 9th. Ooh, there you go. So that That's will be so awesome. for uh, 
it's uh, the basically for our patrons of Hero Power, we've we've done uh, multiple events over the course of the year, and all the winners, the the eight winners of those other four events, will be competing against each other for Ooh. the championship. It's the playoffs. Yeah, that <laughs> so, sounds win, take super all. super cool. So, all right, that's Bye. awesome. And uh, not to jump on you there, but Byte says that he's uploading a trailer video for it right now, and he will share it here <laughs> first. Woo. First views in the world, everyone, in awesome. like five minutes. So, awesome. yeah, get that get that five minute upload window right now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, what we'll do is, if it's all right with bots, once it's uploaded. I will play it on the show. Yes. Uh, awesome. That's so cool. That so. exclusive hype. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's awesome. Right. I'm glad uh, I uh, decided <laughs> to announce his event for him, right? <laughs> well, no, he did first, so that's okay. Yeah. All right. So um, really let's see. What else we got? Uh, oh, so uh, Root, you've been doing a yes. lot of... Uh, <laughs> A lot of talk in our prize chat on the Discord uh, about 3D yeah. printing. So why don't you tell us so, a little bit about uh, that? Absolutely. I'm gonna go ahead and say we had been on last week, and then this is everything in this is his fault. Uh, when we, <laughs> Blame Ben. One hundred percent. It's one hundred percent his fault. Uh, when we were at the Innkeeper Summit, he and I got to talking, and he's been a longtime fan of my podcast of of, of Hearthcast. And I'm, I was wearing a Florida Fireside shirt, and he comes up behind me in one of the rooms. He's like, are you from Florida? I was like, yeah. And he goes, do you have a podcast? I was like, yeah. And he goes, Root? And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, stalker? And then, but he's like, he goes, no, it's Ben. I'm like, wow, wow, not Ben? He's like, I'm like, oh, my gosh. So it was like a really cool moment. And um, it was like, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And then I found out that he's like this super creative dude. Yeah. And I'm like, holy cow, you've got all this stuff. You're like a maker. This is fantastic. And we started talking, and we were chatting afterwards, and he showed me these 3D prints of a Hearthstone. And I'm like, you know what? I got to have it. Uh, just ship it down, whatever it is. I'll pay. It doesn't matter. I got to have this because I want to give it away as a prize uh, at my event. And it went over so well that I said, you know what? I got to do this on my own. And so... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I have I went and I got myself a 3D printer, and actually it's it's kind of a bug. So I got, I got the 3D printer, and I went and I started printing Hearthstones. And uh, I mean you can see the shirt, you know, was it say home is where it was where the where the oh don't like <clears throat> look at I just ripped that Hearthstone right out of there. So this is one of the oh! small Hearthstones uh, that we have. Uh, this little bad, I print these a lot. My wife is totally sick of me printing these. Aww. So I print these guys a lot. And um, these we're going to give away is our raffles. So if there's a raffle issue going on, we're doing this. And we're also doing a little, like we all have seen, and you guys have better bottles than I do. Avanti's has this really cool, um, the Arcane Dust bottle. And you've got the great sized one that I want to get. Yeah, that's a small one. You have one that's larger than that too, don't you? No, not me. I, I just okay. do the one size, yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, but Larry, you have no camera, so we have to go with Avanti. So. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, I was going to say, I got big ones. You've got, you're like holding up to oh. nothing. But, all right, so we were doing those too because those go over really well. But when these went over, like like hotcakes, people love getting these and they're super fun. So I'm actually, I, go ahead. I was going to ask, are you going to paint the swirl blue? I am. So I buffed this or scuffed this on you. Yeah, I did the sandpapering on it, and I'm going to be painting it completely. I printed it in, in gray, but I'm still going to paint it 
gray, but I'm going to do the blue swirl. Then it's older brother is, is this guy. Um, he's a little larger. So this is going to be the top of the trophy mount, which is right here. I haven't glued it. It's all just now printed, so you have to go with me on this one. So this is going to be glued on top. And I'm going to be, you can see like the profile here, I'll turn it a little bit. See like a little flat spot right there. I'll be 3D printing the name of the tournament. So December, you know, 2017, Fireside Gathering Tournament, whatever, right there. Not the person's name because I'm not that good. But this is all going to be, again, painted the whole night. Right now I've got a legendary card that's being printed on the printer. And tomorrow I'm printing one of the, this is great. Yeah, it's going to be done in white plastic or PLA is what it's called. It's a white translucent one that I have that I haven't used yet, but it's going to be relatively hollow. And I'm putting in a USB light. So it's going to be like a little USB night light when it's all said and done, or a desk light. <gasps> oh, As you plug awesome. in, it's going to be the blue light up swirl. Um, I'm wow. really, really looking forward to that. And the, the deal is so. This print here's a here's the big thing about 3D printing. Uh, it takes a long time. You think Scott's upload takes a long time? No. <laughs> <laughs> this Joker was a 13-hour print, so it takes a while. So because stuff takes a while, number one, I print like my 3D printer's right over here at the house in the studio at home. So I have a webcam. You remember my old square webcam that you hated so much? You're like, oh my gosh, what is this webcam from the 80s? I have that sitting on the printer, so I'm constantly watching the printer from afar, and I can stop it if it's failing or whatever I need to do. But that's not enough. I can't have one 3D printer. I found this out. I will tell you this right now. 3D printing is almost as addictive as podcasting is, and now I'm doing both, and that's not a good sign for anybody. So I have a little one at work now, and now I can do like – I can do like these little these little guys. I can do these guys in a, in a in an hour or so all day long. I can print on that. I can probably print four of them together in, in probably three hours at work and get you know two batches done. I printed uh, for my son today as the test print because I just got this one today. Uh, I printed a Overwatch keychain and he absolutely loved it. I think we're about ready. By the way, if you want any more information about three D printing, uh, wow.bin or uh, uh, it's which he's he's one of the bins. Just if if he's not the right bin, the, the other bin will tell you to talk to the other bin in our Discord. Um, but he is a fantastic source on three D printing. I am like a novice at it. He is an absolute pro at it. So if you want some three D work done, check out the prize channel in the Discord. Check out the event ideas and the prize ideas, and, and, and just check that out. One of us will be glad to help you. If I don't know the answer, which I won't. I'll refer you to wow.ben and he'll be able to help you out with all of your 3D printing needs. Ben has created a monster, but I like it. <laughs> I love like how passionate. Oh, like, it's, like it's how bad. you just got is like how I was last week and I was like, man, I was just out buying little things for the gift box that I was going <laughs> to take home. Like I got a little bag and a little candle and this and I got my dust bowl. Like, and that's the thing that like I really do find with this community is that we do have these super cool channels to share all this stuff like that we get like hyper focused and passionate about. Um, so yeah, I love that you're doing all this work. And if you ever need to, like if you find that you're sitting there and you're just surrounded by mountains of first <laughs> stones, like feel free to send them out to Canada. Okay. We'll, we'll happily, we'll get rid of them for you for free. It's like one 800 got her stone or something. I don't know. 
I'm trying to think no, what customs would do when those came through. Like, <laughs> like I, what are they hiding? I don't know. There's something going on. I, I don't understand. Crack them all open. They're smuggling something. Yeah. yeah. And, and then they show up and they're all busted open. And we're like, sorry. And you're like, oh, it's okay. <laughs> oh, all geez. right. So we, we have... Get a a world exclusive. Oh gosh! <laughs> From the innkeeper himself. From bites. All right, gang. Here. Are you ready in chat? We. I want to get some hype up for this. Go. What? What? Hey all, uh, I'm Innkeeper Bites. I'm here to tell you about an event I'm throwing next month in Southern California. Uh, if you don't know me, uh, I've organized and run a ton of competitive Hearthstone events in the past, uh, and even more events that are less competitive, but are fun and wacky, and they're focused on kind of interactive experiences that can only happen when you meet up at a gathering in the real world. Uh, there's stuff like Mego Face Cornhole, uh, there's Magnetic Dart Stone, Hearthstone Taboo. Uh, I built a giant interactive mountain that has a puzzle that you had to solve with the Lich King's head on top that would talk to you and you'd have to press the buttons in the right order. Really just a lot of stuff uh, that's super outside the box. Uh, I was also the tryhard that went full innkeeper at BlizzCon and HTT events recently, so you might have seen me walking around and saying, Warm your frozen boots by the fire! It's the innkeeper! Oh, legendary! Wow! Uh, so I love uh, traditional Hearthstone esports, uh, but I also love twisted formats and crazy house rules. So I always wonder what would happen if you combine competitive and crazy house rules together. So that's why I made Bites Cracked Cup, uh, Volume 1, at McFadden Public Market in Santa Ana on December 3rd. Uh, it's going to be a live, competitive event that it's going to have massive twists and restrictions to make sure that players end up playing some really crazy decks. So I'm going to have a giant list of banned cards to start things off. Ultimate Infestation is too much of a swing card for me. It's out of here. Shadow Reaper Anduin, I'm tired of seeing him. No Shadow Reaper Anduin. Is Jade Druid really still around doing Jade Druid things? Not in my tournament. It's gone. In addition to the banned list, uh, all the decks will be built in standard, but all the games are going to be played in wilds. So that makes things like Discover or Random Effects even more interesting. Each round you win in the tournament will award you 20 points, but there's ways to earn bonus points on top of that. Uh, you've seen like the Pirate Package you can put into a deck or the Dragon Package. In Bites Cracked Cup, you're going to have the Bad Card Package. If you play with these cards in your deck and you win, you're going to earn bonus points. And some players actually like winning with bad cards. <laughs> if you're feeling brave and you want to earn even more points, every round you can draw up to two cards from the Disadvantage deck. Uh, these are random challenges that will cause you to wreck your deck and make it worse. And the wackier your deck gets, the bigger the gamble, the higher the reward if you win. For Volume 1 of Bites Crack Cup, we have almost $1,000 worth of prizes to give away. And hopefully this is just the start of things to come. If it's successful and fun, we're going to have regular events that always have weird twisted rules and always have big prize pools and exciting things to win. 
The first volume of the Crack Cup is going to take place on Sunday, December 3rd at McFadden Public Market in Santa Ana, California at 11 a.m. You can register online at matcherino.com, uh, and the event is totally free. All that we ask is that you support the venue by buying a drink while you're there. Bites Crack Cup is something I've been wanting to do for quite a while, uh, and I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So mark your calendars, and I'll see you there. I might actually, with rules like that, I might actually win a game if I played. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, thank you so much, Scott, for letting us have that worldwide exclusive. Oh, Feel free uh, to give them to us every time. Yeah. So, <laughs> which means we expect another world premiere next week. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I apologize like, for it in. being a little cropped on screen. I didn't really have time to test it and make sure it it was going to fit before I played it. But uh, it, with, uh, check with Scott, or I guess he'll t let us know where it's posted on uh, on YouTube, or if he wants me to share that link, we'll put it in the show notes. It'll be in the description of the YouTube video. So Yeah, that's cool. All right. So and right. hey, let us know what you guys think about the changes that Blizzard's making to the uh, Fireside Gathering website scheduling. I know a lot of us have already voiced our opinions in the uh, Discord chat, but if you haven't, now's the time. Uh, they read it, and it's good feedback for them to be, be uh, I don't want to say positive because you could have negative feedback, but be constructive with your feedback. Don't just be like, this sucks, because that doesn't mean anything to anybody. If you don't like it, explain why. And be, be helpful and be constructive with your criticism. And it'll go a long way to changing if you want it to be changed. Yeah, right. for sure. Well, I believe that's going to about do it for us this week. Uh, did we have any uh, questions in the podcast chat and Discord? Uh, that is like way over the other side of the room, and I <laughs> didn't... I, I, I could go check. No, no, that's okay. We don't. I can see it. It's all good. None this I should have just made you get up and go check. You should have. I, mean, I have nothing nothing in front of me. I, I wing the whole show. No, it's a, nice. It's like no, nah, I didn't have anything to go. Hey, I did want to take this time, though, to wish everybody in the United States of America a happy Thanksgiving. Uh, it is this week for everybody. Spend some time with quality loved ones, family, and friends. I know Canada. When did you have guys here for lives? Next week? Last week? When did you have yours? It was a month ago. Yeah, something like that. You guys. But we, just... we have Black Friday the same weekend, so well, we that's... can all enjoy Black Friday together. So, yeah, there you go. So, <laughs> <laughs> we could do that. We Why can spend that money so together. Funny? <laughs> I, I was just thinking, man, it's glad to know people are out trampling other people in Canada for good deals, just like we are in America. <laughs> Yeah, it's like one of those weirdest things because everybody's like so happy and they're they're you know you're with family, you're with friends, you're with loved ones, you're sharing a meal, you're sharing laughter, you're watching football, and then you just go beat the crap out of anybody, complete strangers, the next day to get a freaking cabbage patch kid or whatever. I, I, I would I would imagine just cabbage you know the kid. the only difference I picture in my head is like in America we're trampling each other trying to get a TV. In Canada, they're trampling each other trying to get the TV and apologizing on the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. It's fine. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So, Except they're fine. saying sorry, not sorry up there. This, you know. 
<laughs> so, all right. Well, uh, that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, on episode of 11 this week, we talked about changes to the fireside gathering scheduling. And uh, Root got to tell us a little bit about uh, what it takes to 3D print trophies it's and Ben's, prizes. Ben's fault. Yeah, and it's all Ben's all fault. Ben's fault. And uh, we got to exclusively present oh. the first world video of the Bites Cracked Cup coming to a uh, Santa Ana venue near you. Which so. he, uh, he probably 3D printed that cracked cup, by the way. <laughs> Just saying. So uh, make sure you, uh, I guess we'll be back normal day and time next week. Yeah, with some turkey. Yeah, we'll we'll probably all be in food comas. <laughs> so it may just be you guys watching the three of us on stream sleep. But yeah, you know I think we get banned for that. Don't do that. <laughs> no, it's just an IRL stream. Yeah, right. yeah, there you go. We'll just switch it from Hearthstone yeah. to IRL. So uh, all right. Um Aliri, why don't you tell people where they can find you? Um, you can find me on Twitter at Aleri. That's A L E I R R I. And I do want to give a big shout out, <coughs> excuse me, to our chat tonight. You guys are active and chatting and asking questions, and that's super awesome. We love to see that. Uh, how about you, Root? Where can uh, people you, find you? You can find me uh, <laughs> every Monday right here without show notes. And then. Uh, <laughs> You can find me on the Twitters at Hearthcast Root. That's where I'm at. Uh, I do a show called Hearthcast, about a weekly podcast about the Blizzard universe with myself and Freckleface. I want to also give a big shout out to all my fellow innkeepers at Florida Fireside for all the hard work that they do. So couldn't do it without them. Cheers, guys. What about you, Avantes? Where can people find you? As always, they can find me on the Twitters at AvantesHS or every week. Um... I say every week on Wednesday nights at 7.30 Eastern uh, on twitch.tv slash ECMMOGamers where I am doing Hero Power Hearthstone podcast with my co-hosts Frisica and Zeroshio. However, there is a slot change to that with it being uh, Thanksgiving in the U.S. this week. Uh, some of us will be traveling on Wednesday. So we will actually be doing that show live tomorrow night Ooh, at 7.30. Right. So move it, just moving it up a day to make sure we get it in. So, All right. And uh, don't forget, for all of your uh, innkeeper needs and all of the resources, make sure you check out hsinkeepers.com, hosted uh, by our one and only Bites. Also, make sure you check out the official Blizzard resource, which is resources.firesidegatherings.com. And uh, as we close the show this week, we want to thank all of you for joining us and listening. And especially those of you who joined us live in chat. We love having you there. And we'll see you all again next week. Hi. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Innkeepers Podcast. For all sorts of Hearthstone community-related goodness, check out hsinkeepers.com. Ah, come on now. Are you just roping me along?